Welcome to the Mission City Church Podcast. My name is Jake Eichert, and I am the Community Groups and Creative Director at Mission City Church, as well as the host of this podcast. Each week, you can find full-length sermons, five-minute sermon breakdowns, and inspiring conversations with guests about discipleship, current events, local outreach, and more. Our mission as a church is to make Jesus known, and we pray that this podcast does just that for you. If it does, please subscribe and share. But for now, please enjoy this episode of the Mission City Church Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Mission City Church Podcast Thursday edition. I'm riding solo this week, going to be sharing some thoughts on redemption and your own redemption story uh, with you all. And so as we've been going through this series, you've heard different interviews with uh, guests, you've heard us talk about the war in Ukraine and just uh, how we are agents of redemption in this world. And part of being an agent of redemption or embracing this gospel message, sharing it with the world around us, uh, one of the like, key ways or maybe even the most effective way that I've experienced is to know your story, know your redemption story. And it doesn't have to be a 40 minute interview like we've had on a few episodes in this series, but you just have to have some some basic facts, some ways that God has uh, stepped into uh, the mess of your life or in different ways that uh, you've been broken or maybe you've been wounded or maybe you've seen your own sinfulness or brokenness and how God is working in that, how God has changed that, how God has changed your perspective on that, uh, whatever it may be, uh, but you need to know your story. It's the most powerful evangelism tool we have. We've been going through this series in Acts, and over and over again, what you're going to he- see the disciples say, or what you're going to read them say in Acts is, uh, look, we can't help but speak of what we've seen. We can't help but speak of what we've experienced. We can't help but speak of what we've heard. These are firsthand account testimonials of what walking with Jesus was like. Now, they got to do it physically. They got to do it in person. Uh, obviously, uh, a better, maybe, uh, or a different experience than what we have, but we have the Holy Spirit. We have uh, this opportunity that we get to have relationship with God, and so you have a redemption story. Everyone listening, to this, if you have put your faith in Jesus for uh, five minutes, <laughs> then you have a redemption story. You've been saved by grace uh, through the works of Jesus on the cross, and God sees you as holy and redeemed. Uh, and that's that's a beautiful thing. It's an amazing thing. Like uh, one of the things that I've kind of shared with Russell that I, I think uh, has just been crazy through this story is just seeing uh, over and over again these stories of light entering dark places, of healing entering brokenness, of relationships being formed or uh, remade, uh, redeemed, and it's just incredible. And so uh, I'm going to share a little bit of my own story with you all as I'm kind of also teaching you from our discipleship curriculum. Uh, our Mission City Church Discipleship Curriculum that we have all of uh, our discipleship groups go through. I'm going to be teaching you through that, but also using my own experience and my own stories uh, along the way. So let's just jump right in. Um, And the first question that I would ask you or that I would challenge you, if you uh, maybe want to just pause right here and grab like a notepad or maybe pull out your phone um, and your notes app or whatever, um, this is the first question I would encourage you to start with. Uh, It's very simple. It's just this. And by the way, this whole outline is just going to be three questions. Uh, three questions to narrow down what your story is, what your redemption story and journey is, so that you can then share that with others, or you can you know hold on to that when t- times get dark for you, or you're having a bad day, you can remind yourself of this redemption story that you're in the process of, and maybe along the way you're going to have to update or renew or change some language around it, but whatever. This is a it's a great starting point. So three questions to form this, and the first one is this: Who was I before I put my faith in Jesus? 
Who was I before I put my faith in Jesus? Now, uh, it's important to be as descriptive as possible with this. Uh, you want to kind of brainstorm some options. Try not to settle for just like, well, before Jesus, I was a sinner. You know, like, like, like expand a little bit. Use use some detail. Get into your own personal struggle because, again, this is an evangelism tool. Like if you were to go up to someone and just say, you know, hey, I used to be a sinner and then I met Jesus. Like that's true. But that doesn't really speak to them into their story. So, so I'll give you an example. So, so for me, before I met Jesus, I came to faith in the Lord when I was in high school. Um, I would say that prior to that, uh, I had had experiences. I had like spiritual experiences. So, uh, I grew up. I went to a church as a as a child, um, but I never really caught on. I kind of slept through most of the sermons and services. Uh, when my mom, when we we moved, uh, there was a move when I was about eight or nine years old. And uh, my mom uh, was was like kind of forcing me to go to church for a little bit, and then she just kind of stopped forcing me, and and I would stay home and skip church for a while, and I uh, was just kind of doing my own thing. I never really connected with anybody on a spiritual level until I had a friend who just kept inviting me, and uh, I met other friends at this church, this youth group that I got invited to a couple times, and didn't really connect from a spiritual standpoint, but made relationships there, and then eventually um, there was a youth pastor that came in, and and he really. Uh, just kind of took an interest in me and, and decided that he wanted to invest in me and have a personal relationship with me that went beyond just what he was saying from stage, but that he actually wanted to invite me into experiencing Jesus in my own life. So it wasn't anymore just this idea that, you know, there's a heaven or hell and, you know, I want to be saved from one of those. Like it became very practical, very real for me. And, and it all came to a head. Um, I've just been, I've been, I feel like I've been blessed for most of my life, but, but I've had, I had, you know, my high school experience was, was pretty good. I think I've shared that on this podcast before and it, not to brag, um, just saying like I, I was able to have a lot of friends. I had success in uh, school academically. I had success in athletics um, and I just, it was a good time. But at the end of the day, uh, most days I felt pretty empty to be honest with you. Like um, I would watch TV or movies and I would see that there was this like, uh, you know, this American dream kind of lifestyle, or this is what like uh, people my age were experiencing. It's supposed to be this like the pinnacle, you know, this is what you're supposed to do. Like if you, if you're excelling in all of these areas, like life is good, you have it made in front of you and this is what you should be doing. And, and I felt like I was doing all of those things and just nothing was working. And I just had, to, I kept having to up the ante. So it went from, you know, just having, you know, hanging out with friends or uh, sports or whatever to now I need to, you know, I'm going to dabble in alcohol. I'm going to dabble in drugs a little bit. I'm going to dabble in uh, like exploring sexuality. I'm going to dabble in like all these different things that I'm trying to find just some kind of happiness, some kind of uh, fulfillment or satisfaction in. And honestly, like it just, it, it, it works for a moment. And it's just fleeting. And, and I'm guessing that if you're listening to this, you've probably experienced that at some point in your life too, that there are things, regardless of where you are, or how you grew up or whatever, that, that the world or the things around you try to tell you are you know worth your while, worth pursuing, worth putting time and energy and effort into. And they might work to fulfill you for a moment, but, but then it's fleeting, it's gone. It's what Ecclesiastes refers to as chasing after the wind. Um, I remember the first time I heard that and it just clicked for me like, yeah, this whole time in my life so far, I've just been grasping at this thing that I can never hold on to. And, and there's this message, um, and I don't even remember like what the actual words were, or who said it or anything, but 
I had had this in the back of my mind that, that God is the only thing that can fulfill this or, or a relationship with Jesus is the only thing that can fulfill this. And, and I remember laying in bed one night and just praying like, like, God, I, I, I am out of options. Like I'm done. I'm done pursuing all of these things that just leave me broken and empty. And like everything around me says that I'm supposed to be happy and I'm supposed to have this great life and everything's supposed to be working out for me. And it's just not. And so like, would you, if, if you're real, I remember like thinking this in my head or I guess praying this, I said, God, if you're real, would you just like reveal that to me? Would you um, fulfill me? Would you show me what that's like? And I just dove in from there on. It was like, okay, I'm going to pursue reading my Bible and I'm going to pursue living for Jesus and following his ways. And I'm going to uh, meet with my youth pastor on a regular basis so that he can disciple me and show me what this is supposed to look like. And and I'm going to make my life so it, it you know finds this fulfillment. And it was. It was the thing that fulfilled me. It was the thing that I was missing out on. And and I'm not going to lie, like, there are still days that sometimes it feels empty, but I always know that in those times, my heart has started to pursue something else. I've started to fill that place that Jesus is supposed to be in with something other than him. And, and I can draw myself back to that. So who was I before I put my faith in Jesus? Uh, I was someone who was searching for uh, like fulfillment and fullness of life in all the wrong places, uh, be through sexual pleasure, alcohol, achievement, many other things. And I found momentary fulfillment, but, but nothing would last. That's the beginning of my, uh, my answer to this question. And so uh, we move on to section two here, the second question is how did my life change when I put my faith in Jesus? Uh, was there a miraculous break from addiction? Like we heard Kent's story where he was like, you know, just in that moment, like my life changed. It was done. I was over. I was fully in on this and I, you know, haven't had this feeling or I haven't had this temptation or addiction since. Uh, do you feel more at peace? Do you feel more love? Do you feel more joy? Like these are the fruits of the spirit that God promises to us when we're following and walking in his ways. Uh, do you feel that or did you feel that when you put your faith in Jesus? Did you feel that fulfillment or satisfaction that I was talking about for the first time. And what was that feeling like? Uh, I remember for me, um, it was just this feeling of like, like I said, just fulfillment. Like I finally found something that truly did satisfy me for the first time. It wasn't momentary. It wasn't something that I constantly needed more of, but it like just gave me life and it produced something in me that I, I realized now, like looking back, like there was just a, a flip that switched for me. Uh, life became more worth living. I, I just felt like there was something in me that came alive. And to be honest, like I felt broken and empty, but I, but when I put my faith in Jesus, like it felt like I kind of got put back together a little bit. I, I don't, it's, it's hard to describe. Um, but I found this like true joy and fulfillment that lasted for the first time. And, uh, and I just, yeah, I was fulfilled. And so um, that's kind of the second question there. How did your life change when you put your faith in Jesus? That, that's your redemption moment, right? Like when you put your faith in Jesus. So, so this is where I was, and this is what happened when I put my faith in Jesus. And then here's the final question. So who am I now that I'm following Jesus? Uh, so some things to think about, like what has changed or formed in your life since committing to follow Jesus? Are there relationships that have changed or have you formed new relationships? Are there, is there a redemption that's happening in those broken relationships that you had prior to following Jesus? Uh, how are those feelings of peace, love, or joy continued? 
Like, do you get that same feeling? Are you still seeing that? Are you surrendered to Jesus in that and experiencing those things? And like, again, like think of someone who has never felt that way. Like think back to the first time that you did put your faith in Jesus and how it just like that, that relief or that fulfillment hits you. Like there are people in your life, whether it be at work or friends or family um, that have never experienced that feeling that don't know what that's like. And part of this again, it's a tool to go and share this with them. And so who are you now? Who are you now that you are following Jesus? Have you continued to feel peace, love, and joy? How does following Jesus shape the way that you view or respond to the world around you? You know, how has it shaped your, uh, I don't, I, you know, how has it shaped your view of your neighbor? Are, are you like someone who, I mean, I was so selfish before I met Jesus. I, I was only concerned with myself. I was only thinking about how I could gain uh, what was best for me. And what Jesus has changed in my life most is just that he has given me this passion to pursue uh, relationship building with other people in a way that you know I'm loving and caring for my neighbor. And I'm seeing people across the world that are hurting and, I, and I'm praying for them. And I, I just have this newfound love and hunger to support people and to care for them. Uh, maybe it's like like just uh, the way that you uh, view how you interact with uh, with coworkers or how you interact with your family or how you uh, just see different opportunities to be generous with people. Um, I, I don't know, whatever it is for you, but but that's something to think about. Like how has your life, how does your life now look that you're following Jesus and how does the rest of your outlook changed uh, on life? Like what's your future look like? You know, I, I think we can so often just jump directly to that. Well, like I'm going to heaven or I'm saved. Uh, I'm not going to hell. Like that's that's the key. That's the big one. It's like no. Like there's so much more to it than that. That is part of your story. That's part of your ultimate long-term redemption. But but you are being redeemed. You have been redeemed. The process is happening right now. So yes, that's part of your story. But but like check that out. Like that's the last thing on the list. That's the end of your story. Is that you will eventually be saved. Uh, from that and so like now what is God doing in your life and and maybe maybe as I'm talking about this I'm just thinking like maybe you're realizing you know you're not sure what the answer to these questions are like maybe you have kind of bought into this theology or this viewpoint of man I am I'm saved I put my faith in Jesus but but I'm not really following him I, I don't really experience this on a regular basis like I maybe experienced it when I first put my faith in him but but it's since it's kind of been an up and down journey or you know that just hasn't been a lot of consistency or something like that and and man I just want to invite you to that, that that's available to you still like those things that you experienced when you first first put your faith in Jesus that's still available to you right now like like you can go to him in prayer you can go to him in in, in heart and spirit uh, to receive those things like when you are in the presence of God you will receive these things you experience these things and and, and they might not happen immediately and it might not be like uh, all of a sudden you know you you open your Bible and, and all of a sudden everything changes that's not what I'm saying but but there's a uh, there is a change that happens inside of us when we spend time with the Lord. And uh, we've got plenty of other content on how you can do that. You can check back in this podcast feed. You can reach out to me, jake at missioncitykc.com. I'd love to get you connected with a discipleship group. Love to get you connected with materials that you can use, how to pray, how to read your Bible, how to interpret the word, uh, all those things. 
but but man, we want you to walk in this life. We want you to walk in this relationship with Jesus that goes beyond just like, am I saved or am I not? Um, and so, that, sorry, that's a little bit of a soapbox from me, but but want to just encourage you with that final question, like, who are you now that you're following Jesus? Um, for me, uh, man, I, I I've just been a crazy journey. So when I first started following Jesus, man, it was a it was a big shift in my life. Like the people, uh, I, I don't want to necessarily say that I stopped hanging out with certain people. Maybe I did, um, but it was more so just like I wanted people to uh, to know that I I cared about them. Um, I want people to know that I love them. That it wasn't just about me anymore. I wasn't just this like kind of selfish individual person. Uh, I started seeing people that like I was hurting, uh, and seeing like the the hurt that I had um, that I had done, and, and asking forgiveness for that from from the Lord, asking forgiveness of them for that. Uh, I, I chose to pursue a degree in in ministry and. Um, I, I tell you what, it wasn't perfect. I mean, I, I had a lot of struggle through through college, um, through just different relationships in my life breaking down, through kind of spiraling back into, you know, like, are these things uh, that I was doing previous to knowing Jesus, like, are they going to work again? Because <laughs> right now life seems like it's falling apart and, and I'm going to try that again and, and then feeling broken and, and helpless again. And this is me like in the midst of pursuing a ministry degree. Like I, I'll, I'll just share that, just be completely honest with you. And so if you're in that place right now, like just know that, you know, the other people have been there. I was there. I was in the midst of, Hey, I'm, I know I'm a follower of Jesus. I know that, that these things are true, but, but man, I, I, I'm just having such a hard time right now in life that I, I began to pursue other things. And, and I took friends and just honestly, like God, working into my life and, and bringing me relationships of people and repairing broken uh, parts of me that, that brought me back to, okay, oh yeah, this is the thing that fulfills me. This is the thing that satisfies me. This is the thing that's better than all of these other options. And man, I just, again, I'm just overwhelmed by just right now even thinking about like, I want you to experience that so bad. I don't know who you are or how you're listening to this or where you're at, but like I, I just pray that if you haven't experienced that same thing, like like reach out to somebody that you know or that you trust or reach out to me, send me an email or whatever, like, like get in contact with us. We'd love to, to share this with you, but, but man, it's just, it's a freeing feeling. And, and so uh, coming out of that, like I went to a, a job at, at a church, at our sending church, um, sending church of Mission City, uh, Grace Church in Overland Park, Kansas. And uh, was just blessed by God to, to spend four years there uh, doing student ministry and learning a ton and, and experiencing a, like a great staff there and um, just having a lot of really uh, awesome people pour into me and pour into my wife. And um, then God just decided to change all of that. And, and one of the things that I'm learning recently now is, man, like I, there's so much more to our walk with the Lord than just you know, putting faith in him and then letting the chips fall or letting life play out. But like when we actually seek after obedience in him, when we seek after what his plan for us is, that there are things that are open to us. Um, man, I, I came to this really broken place. Just not like just when we were leaving um, and we felt like God was calling us out of the church that we were at to help plant Mission City. Or it was just like, I was just lost in the sense that like, I didn't know what God was asking of us. Like I was so confused. Like, why would we leave this church that we, that we love? Uh, why would we leave this ministry that we're in, that we're growing? Um, 
and go and pursue this church plant, but we knew that we were supposed to do it. And, and man, looking back now, like through uh, multiple job changes since, through being called kind of into this this world where I can share these thoughts digitally through this podcast, or you know, I can meet people and share their stories and uh, all the great things that have come out of that, all the, the blessings that we've received, the people on our support team that have allowed for us to do this and the relationships that we've made through that, it's just been, it's been overwhelming. Um, honestly, it's just been awesome to lean into uh, where God has taken us. So maybe that's your next step. And maybe that's how you answer that third question is who are you now? Well, I'm obedient to Jesus wherever he calls, even when it looks crazy, even when it looks like, you know, this is dumb, (laughs) this is not smart. Like why in the world would you do this? Um, because God asked me to is, is the best answer that you can possibly give. And, and honestly, where he leads is it's going to be good. Uh, you're going to be taken care of. And, and honestly, that's one of the best things that I'm realizing now just in the last three or four or maybe two or three years is that God has so much more for me than just, uh, you know, I put my faith in him. Now I got to do good deeds. And, you know, that's how I'm going to live out the rest of my life. Like, no, there's there's a place uh, a gifting, uh, a spot for me that he has blessed me with, with talents and abilities and, and opportunities to uh, just to, to be the most effective in. And, and sometimes it looks crazy, but man, it's so good when you step into that space that God has created for you. Um, and I believe that that's true for all of us. I think there's a space for all of us. And, and maybe you're in that right now. Maybe you're, you know, actively pursuing it. Maybe you're not, but, but maybe you could be in it either way. And, uh, God's just using this podcast right now to remind you that he's got you, that, that, that you are obedient, that you're in the right place, or, or maybe he's going to use this to, to get you to pray about, you know, what's the next step for you? Where are you headed? Uh, what does obedience look like? And, and God's going to have some great plan for you um, that may seem crazy, but but it's not because it's his plan. Uh, I don't know. But but I answer this like I answer this final question like this, that following Jesus has given me a framework for dealing with anxiety, fear and depression that the world could not offer. I'm telling you, like I've tried it. Um, I you know there are a few things in the world that I haven't tried, but most things out there I've tried. And Jesus has always been better. And Jesus has always been better. It's given me a framework for dealing with these things in my life. And I have a better relationships. I've got a better understanding of myself and a better outlook on life than I've ever had before because of following Jesus. So uh, once you kind of have that all brainstormed out, uh, I'm just going to encourage you to, to kind of mash that all together. Uh, try to figure out how that can flow together, how your life before Jesus, how your life changed when meeting Jesus, and who you are now can create a story. And uh, try to make it like about a paragraph long, maybe like uh, three, four sentences, or you know, just uh, condense it enough to the point where you can remember enough of it to share it in a casual setting. That's really the key is that this is something that instead of I was a sinner and Jesus, this man, Jesus died and uh, he was resurrected and now I have life or I'm saved. uh, You should do that too. (laughs) You know, like that instead of that, it's no, look like I struggled here, here and here. And this is who I was when Jesus met me or when I put my faith in him. And this is how my life has changed since. So uh, I'll give you an example. I've already kind of read most of this, but this is what my story sounds like when I put it all together. It says this, before I put my faith in Jesus, I was looking for fulfillment in life in all the wrong places. Through sexual pleasure, alcohol, achievement, and many other things, I found momentary fulfillment, but nothing that would last. I felt broken and empty. 
When I put my faith in Jesus, I found my true joy and fulfillment for the first time. It was like the dark caverns of my heart that could never be filled finally were. Following Jesus has given me a framework for dealing with anxiety, fear, and depression that the world could not offer. I have better relationships, better understanding of myself, and better outlook on life than I've ever had before following Jesus. That's that's a story of redemption. And then again, not to toot my own horn, I just I, I want to challenge you with this idea that that there's a story of redemption that's unfolding in your life right now, and and it's your greatest tool for like battling the enemy's lies. It's your greatest tool for sharing your faith with others. Uh, it's your greatest tool for having an understanding of how God has created you and where you are headed and the obedience that He's calling you into. Like I fully believe that like having your story, your redemption story, and it's one of the reasons why we wanted to do this series so that we could share these stories. If you've been listening to these stories and you've been impacted by them, you've been encouraged by them or challenged, like, you know, it's because we have, they have power. And again, like you don't have to sit down with somebody doing a podcast for 40 minutes to figure that out. Like you can write these things down and create your story that has power right now. And I would just challenge you, like if you have gotten something out of this series or not, if it, maybe this is the first episode you're listening to, but if you want to like experience or, or know this like this tool, this weapon that you have, uh, it's to create your redemptive story or to write it down. God's creating it, really. You're just putting the words to it, the, the English language to it, or whatever language you want to write it out in. Um, but that's your story, and I just encourage you to take advantage of that, uh, to write that down, to figure out what your story is, and then you can use it. You can use it when you're feeling down, when, when you're sad, when you're having a bad day. You can remind yourself, hey, God, redeem me from this. I'm, I'm out of darkness. I'm out of that depression, that anxiety, because Jesus is better, and I put my faith in him, and I'm obedient to him. Um, you can use it when you're just having lunch with somebody who you know is struggling with something. Hey, look, I, I know that you're really struggling with this right now. I just want you to, to know that like I was there too. And, and what's happened for me, what's changed. I, I, I put my faith in Jesus. I know that sounds weird. And that he's probably just this guy or, you know, a religion that you don't know. I, I don't want to talk about religion. I just want to tell you what's happened to me. Uh, I was here. I put my faith in Jesus and this is what's happened since. And, you know, I, I get it. Like I, if you think that's crazy, I understand, but I just want you to know, like, that's what's happened to me. And you, that's an evangelism tool. Like that's just casual, regular evangelism. And so, again, I, I just want to encourage you with that. I hope that that's helpful for you in those ways. And, and and we love you. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Hope it's been encouraging to you. Hope this series has been encouraging to you. Uh, come back next week. We'll have another story. Uh, we'll have, uh, I believe, at least one more uh, kind of testimonial to wrap up this redemption series. We're getting close to the end, and we'll have some cool stuff. Uh, just a quick teaser for that last one, or, or potentially what our next one is going to be. Uh, it's someone who's been on the podcast before, but not in this series. And she's got an amazing story to share with y'all, and, and it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to to produce it and, and share it with you guys. And uh, and so make sure you check back next week for uh, another Thursday episode. You're going to really enjoy that. But hope this exercise has been helpful for you. Uh, we love y'all. If you need anything, please send me an email. We'd love to connect with you. If you have any thoughts on the podcast, let us know. Uh, otherwise, hope you have a great week. Uh, this has been another episode of the Mission State Church podcast. We'll see you back next week. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mission City Church podcast. Mission City Church is a non-denominational church in Mission, Kansas. We meet on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at Cinemark 20 off of Johnson Drive and I-35. We also have three community groups that meet every other Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday. If you live in the Kansas City area and would like more information, please visit our website at missioncitykc.com or you can email me at jake at missioncitykc.com.